Let's analyze misinformation, peace, equity, real education, and utilize family, spiritualization, and discover the soul of us. The soul what's going on how y'all doing good afternoon good evening um i just wanted to say what's going on everybody i'm going live on uh facebook um soul of us podcast we're going live on instagram soul of us podcast episode two the trauma the hurt and the healing so this episode is trauma the hurt and the healing uh welcome in everybody on instagram facebook uh, if you're watching, appreciate you guys. This is episode two of the Soul of Us podcast. Um, if you weren't here for the first episode, it was more of an introduction. Uh, also, a call to action, state of emergency for us to realize what's going on with um, our emotional literacy, our emotional intelligence. Uh, we need to focus on how we express ourselves, how how we interact with each other, how we identify our emotions. Uh, episode one was real deep. Um, you should go check it out. It's on YouTube, uh, Soul of Us uh, podcast. It's on YouTube, or you can listen to it on Spotify, Anchor, uh, Apple Music, Soul of Us podcast. So episode one, we went, we did a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Just talking about things that we don't normally talk about when it comes to expressing ourselves and understanding who we are and why we do the things that we do. Um, it's it's a beautiful thing when you're able to understand your emotions and understand why you feel a certain way or why certain things impact you a certain way. And also understanding how you impact others, how those same feelings and emotions can impact others and how those things can either give you the win in the situation or uh, hold you back in certain situations. So, you know, with that being said, that's just a recap of the call to action that we talked about in episode one, where, you know, just let's 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 start to take our temperature on our emotions, figure out how we feeling and why we feel in these ways and start to, you know, want to get better uh, and learn better tools and techniques and dealing with situations and people and uh, healing. Uh, so. You know, appreciate y'all for coming in. Thank you. We're going to go ahead and get started. You know, episode two, Soul of Us podcast, right? Trauma, the hurt and the healing. So with that being said, you know, we talked about a lot of what people are doing that is hurting and harming people, um, whether it's the lack of emotional connectivity, emotional availability, whether it's physical abuse, whether it's emotional abuse, whether it's uh, sexual abuse, um, neglect, uh, violence, uh, witnessing it. Uh, we talked about those things uh, as a result of people's, um, you know, lack of emotional equipness. Their emotional intelligence isn't that high, right? So this, I want to talk about why we're emotionally stunted a lot of times or why we never grow past that childhood state. Um, and today it's the trauma. We want to talk about the trauma. The trauma is one of the main reasons why we as people, we, uh, we, we change in ways that ultimately, you know, can hinder us or harm us. Um, or we change in ways that we feel as though it puts us in survival mode and um, we have to, do certain things or uh, go certain places or things have to be a certain way because of what we've been through. And we have to start to understand, start having a conversation about trauma, especially childhood trauma, because uh, when we see adults and they move a certain way or act a certain way or acting out, uh, you know, we're quick to, uh, you know, label them or judge them. And we're not quick to extend empathy uh, to put ourselves in their shoes and understand what they may be going through, uh, what may have led to the actions that we see before us. Uh, and I know a lot of times um, people do things that can really offend people, uh, but always, you know, 
there's a always room for empathy. There's always room for understanding. Um, so, you know, consequences are, you know, not saying that people shouldn't have consequences, but we need to understand why people are being led to these types of behaviors. So then we can start to help people, you know, find pathways to act out a certain way, uh, act out a different way, express themselves a different way um, and getting, you know, living a successful life and, and becoming the best version of themselves. And it starts with understanding. So, we, you know, this episode, we're going to start with, you know, trauma and defining trauma, right? So trauma, right? What is trauma and why is it so important? You know, trauma is one of the most important things a person should reflect on because those are experiences and um, these are uh, events that have happened that have you know, left marks on us, whether for the good or whether for the bad, they've left us, you know, with some type of uh, impact, right? So trauma is pervasive. Trauma is broad and diverse. Trauma is deep and life-shaping, right? Trauma is especially interpersonal. It could be violent. It also could be self-perpetuating. Trauma is also could be insidious, it can di- and it can differently affect people, right? Who are more vulnerable than those who are actually, and it actually can af- affect people who are vulnerable as well as those who are seeking help, right? So, when when we look at trauma, right, it's all around us, but we don't look at it like it's trauma. We've normalized and desensitized ourselves to a lot of things that go on. So we wouldn't look at the fact that trauma is like an event or a single event or multiple events or um, an interpersonal experience with a person or multiple people, or it could be at a hospital, medical trauma um, you have. So trauma itself is an event or an experience that is life-shaping, right? And it's not a healthy event. It's more of a negative impacting event. And when you say it's life-shaping, as a child, when you go through certain events, it can actually change the way you process things. So when we talked about emotional processing and uh, emotional literacy, when we're going through certain things, right, as a child that are life-shaping and you get uh, PTSD and um certain things associated with going through complex traumas, meaning going through traumas repeatedly, whether it may be interpersonally, whether it may be in society, racism, poverty, uh, whether it's bias, uh, whatever your trauma may be, it's life-shaping. And it also, if it's happening as a child at a high level, it can shape the way you think, it can shape the way you process, it can shape the way you, your actual, you know, your chemical makeup of your brain. Whereas though people who have been through high levels of trauma go through different things like PTSD where they're hypersensitive or they're withdrawn or they're uh, easily offended, right? Zero to a hundred real quick where they're stuck in a fight or flight mode where either they're gonna run or they're gonna fight at all moments where they're not able to process their emotions um, and make healthy decisions that are socially uh, acceptable. Um, and we see that a lot of us are going through these things, right? Uh, because we see the behaviors, but we don't see what's below the iceberg. We just see the tip of the iceberg. And when we're watching the tip of the iceberg, um, we see those behaviors as abuse. And like I said, it could be self-perpetuating. So watching someone abuse someone or you being abused uh, eventually, um, if it's happened at a certain amount in your life, certain amount of times in your life it's impacted you in a certain way, it can ultimately lead you to being the same way, meaning you're abusing in the same manner. And why? Because it's become okay. You've been desensitized to it because it's happened to you. And see, when you're a child and you see things happening over and over and over, and then you become an adult, in your mind, this is this is it's normal. It's nothing wrong with this. This is how I grew up. This is this is what my mom did. This is what my grandma did. That's what my dad did. This is 
This is what most of the people in my life were doing. So it, it becomes uh, perpetual behavior. It becomes who you are, like your personality. And we need to talk about, you know, why this is not okay. You know, why, you know, uh, why it's not okay and why society has normalized going through things and acting as if it hasn't happened, right? Or acting as if we don't need to, uh, you know, discuss and dive deep into the things that are harming us on an interpersonal level because these are shaping us. Like you have now, they have out here uh, the adverse childhood experiences, right? So this is a study that was done um, and it was done uh, over a extended amount of time with a certain demographic of people where they just did certain, asked certain questions, did surveys on these people. And mind you, these were majority Caucasian Americans, uh, working class, uh, college educated uh, people. And they were asking questions around trauma to see, uh, you know, how much trauma they had been through, right? So how many ACEs, how many adverse childhood experiences? And what was seen is that even with, you know, Caucasian Americans who have been college educated, uh, working class, somewhat of, you know, achieved somewhat of the American dream, there still were high levels of ACEs where one, uh, two or more, right? So, and and what that means with an adverse child experience, that could be witnessing uh, abuse or actually being abused yourself, witnessing neglect or actually being neglected yourself, uh, loss of a caregiver, um, parents going in and out of jail, drug addicted parents, or you being exposed to, uh, you know, drugs is all these questions, about 10 questions on there, but it asks you, you know, had you, your parents ever divorced, uh, certain situations, it asks you about how you grew up and what you witnessed and alcoholism, abuse, have you ever been sexually abused, emotionally abused, physically abused, all of these things are within that questionnaire. And it says, if you witness one or two, three or four or more, you are more likely to have certain type of behaviors yourself or experience mental um, challenges or experience life challenges like addiction uh, or relationship issues or just being able to process your emotions in a way that's healthy. Uh, so we, we have to focus on uh, giving this information out because, I mean, Soul of Us is all about empowering our people so we can empower our children because our children are the next generation. It's all about us. We got to stand as a united stance together, us, that we not mean mentality. You know what I'm saying? Because in society, if we want a better society, uh, education is one of the best ways to enhance a society. Because if you know better, then you can do better. We can hold ourselves accountable to higher standards. But when we don't uh, disperse the information equally, when it's not equitable around the board and you have to learn certain things just to get to, the only way you can learn is you got to make it to college. It's, it's not a normal uh, conversation at the table uh, when you eat and dinner or, you know, your parents aren't well versed in expression. Excuse me. Mm. Well versed in expression. So what we have is a lot of children, a lot of people who are growing up in situations where they're learning techniques and tools that aren't going to enhance their life, but make it things, make things harder, make things harder for them. Make, you know, give them you know, more obstacles because life is, in itself is already going to present challenges. It's already going to present a lot of challenges. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because these challenges grow us. These are lessons learned. Um, so ultimately, we don't need any more challenges put before us. And as children, you're not you don't ask your parents to be born. You're not asked to be brought into a situation. So as an adult, you know, you 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 learn from everything you've grown from, right? From a child. So you act out on that. 
So it wasn't by choice that you became who you became. You 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 did you played the cards you were dealt. So we all have to look at it. What what cards we were dealt? You know, uh thank you, thank you. What uh what cards you were dealt and why? And and how do I overcome that? Because again, like this trauma could be an event, it could be ongoing, it can be experienced that happened one time, happened multiple times, but it's horrific in nature, it's it's damaging in nature, uh it's it's all those things, it's uh life shaping. So when we start to see people who are walking around the world that are numb, right? They're hurt. That's the thing. The hurt is real. And what we see is that hurt people hurt people. And that's a cliche term, but it's real. It's, it's, it's really something to be looked at. Hurt people hurt people because we normalize the behavior. Because when you become morally injured, and you, because you've witnessed something that, you know, because innately and, you know, deep down inside, most people understand what is right and wrong. You know, most people, like, I would give a large percent, just in my estimation, like, most people are born from a child with that loving spirit, you know, they know right from wrong. You know, when someone's hurt, you know, when someone's sad, you can see it, you can feel it, right? So, if you can, you know, with that being said, we got to know that hurt people are all around us and hurt people are hurting people because of what they've witnessed, what they've gone through. It's been normalized in their life. Their moral compass has shifted. Their moral compass is no longer pointing in the direction of right, righteousness and love. It's more is, well, I have been through something that has shaped my eyes in the way of saying that this is okay. If you hit me, I'm going to hit you back, you know, and I ain't just going to hit you. I'm going to murder you. I'm going to take you out of there. But we've seen that. We've seen that aggression, you know, or we're not able to take constructive criticism. We're not able to uh, learn from people who aren't from our immediate family, you know, all different types of schemas, you know, we easily stereotype people, um, hard to listen, to actively engage. You know, that trauma will create an identity that will basically be like putting cement in your shoes because our attitude ultimately determines our altitude. And if we have an attitude of hurt, if we have an attitude of harm, if we have an attitude of um, pain and, 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 you know, just regret, shame, guilt, all of these different things. And we operate out of that, you know, what begins that is more pain, shame, guilt, you know, is so we go around slapping each other and everybody's looking for love, but only know how to slap each other. We only know how to communicate through the growl. We only know how to communicate through the aggressiveness, not the love, the healing, the empathy, Right. So we have to first understand that people are hurt. People are hurt. The world we're living in is a very traumatized world because we are bombarded with images, whether you are of color or of a different gender um, specification, like if you like all of those different things, like you're going to be attacked just because of who you are, right? Like, you don't have to go anywhere to find someone to try to run something on you, talk down to you. You you know, you understand that trauma is a part of your life. So we have to start standing up for each other. You know, we have to start speaking on what's actually happening and not just turning a blind eye to it, advocating for those, like I said, who are vulnerable, you know, who are seeking help, because those are the ones who will you know, that's they get traumatized the most because it's easily perpetrated on them because they're open. And those who, you know, mean to do harm, you know, if you're open, they will do them harm, right? Take advantage of it. So we have to start standing up for what's right and start teaching people, you know, how to protect themselves and how to heal from these things. 
Because if we want a better society, if we want to be together, if we want this we not me mentality, you know, the soul of us, the soul of us, right? Us together, we're going to have to heal. But that's to understand we're hurt first. The first way we can get over a problem is admitting we have that problem. And in today's world, we're quick to bootstrap. We're quick to, well, you know, I, it happened. You know what I mean? I'm going to move on. Well, it, it, it's other people that's going through worse. I've heard that a million times, and that's very insensitive because maybe it's other people may be going through worse, but you as a human being, you've been impacted by whatever's happening. You've been impacted by uh, whether it was small or whether it was large. So just minimalizing it is saying, you know, and not acknowledging it is, is only going to cause more harm. And what I will say is that, you know, research is out there. Books have been written on trauma. And a lot of the themes is the body keeps the score. So while you may not, you know, think it impacted you, while you may not think it was a problem or, you know, it didn't change me, it didn't shape me, I'm still who I am. And then you notice and you got different hangups now or you you react and your body responds to certain situations in certain ways or you, you're closed off to certain things and you're not understanding why, but your body knows why because of that certain situation. So we have to start to just be more transparent in our lives as adults. And I'm coming to the adults first because we want better children. And, and like I said in the first episode, they on the model what they see. They're going to model what they see. So what we have is hurt children modeling hurt behavior because we got hurt adults, you know, who was showing them how to hurt other people. We're not showing each other how to heal. We're not showing each other how to be empathetic and, you know, actually have a society that can be, you know, great and for everybody, you know what I'm saying? Because we operate out of a low emotional intelligence. We operate out of a traumatized state of being where, you know, my hurt is being compared to the next person's hurt. We're insensitive to, you know, people's feelings and emotions, um, to situations, unless it's on our own doorstep. When it's on our own doorstep, then, then we, you know, then we have our, our we open our, our, our eyes and our heart, but we have to, we have, we can't wait until it gets on our doorstep. We have to, you know, stand for what's right, regardless of where we are. We cannot allow, um, when we know our values you know, and we teaching children this too. We know our values. We want to allow situations to change who we are. We know that this is just a situation. This is not who I am as a person. I'm self-aware of who I am and I know my values and I'm able to hold myself accountable to those values and able to take myself through situations um, and, and see the bright side or not just see the bright side, but know that it's a lesson learned, regardless of my emotions, just being steady and teaching us these techniques as protective factors, because we're going to go through things, but we have to have a high emotional literacy, high emotional intelligence, so that that be allow us to, you know what I'm saying, you know, get through things and not have a life of pain and shame. You'll be able to uh, bounce back and it takes time, but you'll have the techniques and the resources. And it's simple. It's simple, but it takes practice. It takes practice. See, when we hurt, it's easy to be that person because that's who we've been and that's what's been validated. But it's harder to heal. It's harder to actually get out of what's been validated because you know, seeing is believing. So just like, you know, that person who really want to be good at whatever they're doing, they're putting in that work. They're putting in that sweat equity, right? Because they believe that through this, it's going to, this, this, through this preparation, right? Through this practice, I'm going to achieve a level of operation that's going to set me apart, that I'll be able to be successful in a way that other people won't be, or in a way in my life that will, fulfill me in a way that 
this is what I love. This is what I want in my life. And we have to apply that same thing to healing, right? Because the hurt is going to come, but we have to be self-aware. We have to self-reflect, right? Because again, these things are very important because social emotional learning, all of these terms that we're talking about today, emotional literacy, again, you're going to hear that a lot. You heard it the first episode. You're going to hear it this episode, maybe next episode. But emotional literacy, your ability to read, label, and understand emotions is major. And what we're saying is that if you have a high level of that, you have a higher chance of being successful in this world and achieving the things that you want to achieve, you know, regardless of what obstacles come your way. So we're saying if that is a necessity, essential to human beings operating on a higher level, and we're saying that trauma, trauma is a deterrent, is a is a blocker to you having a high emotional literacy or you expressing yourself on a higher level, being positive. So we have to understand how these things work how they go hand in hand. So the higher the trauma, the lower the emotional, you know, expression, the emotional literacy, emotional intelligence due to the levels of trauma. That's why when you see people who are stoic, catatonic, however you want to see, they still, they, they, you move, they get real startled. These things are real because you can see that person may have been abused heavily as a child or women. You can't raise your voice because they may have been abused heavily in past relationships, right? We have to understand these things so then we can be advocates and assets to each other, emotional assets to each other, emotional assets to our children. Because they say, if your child understands themselves emotionally, you're adding $11 to what their earning income could be. So you're saying that if you have a higher level, you could instead of being that person who's just going to take a job just to get a job, you may be able to communicate and network yourself into being that manager. So not just working at McDonald's, but being a manager at McDonald's or not just going to college. You know, what I'm saying finishing college, getting your master's or not just, you know, playing football, being an owner, you know, you know, having your own organization. You know, what I'm saying. Just these types of things add to your life and add to your experience in a positive way. And we need adults to understand that so we can model it, so we can uh, make it, uh, you know, business to practice it in front of our children so that they can then be our Mr. Me Too's, our mini me's who can then express themselves in a way and heal from situations learning forgiveness, um, learning that you have more than one emotion and it's okay to have that emotion. It's okay to feel that and not letting society uh, judge you or make you feel a certain way for feeling how you feel, you know, just actually being able to understand it and write your own narrative throughout all of the pain and the trauma, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, this episode, we really wanted to understand trauma as a whole. And so I defined it in the beginning, but I really want to define it for you guys um, in a way that is not just from experience, but from a definition way so we can start to look at it. So we have childhood traumatic trauma. You have community violence. And when I'm saying these things, think about it. Have you been through this, right? So you have childhood traumatic. You have community violence. You have school violence. You have domestic violence. You have early childhood trauma. So the things that were, you may not remember it, right? It may not be something that's on your mind every day, but you went through it and your body still remembers, right? So that's like, someone who parents put them in the freezer as a child and now they had chills at night and they don't even know where the chills come from. And they could be 
It could be 90 degrees in the room, but they still got chills like they cold. But the body keeps the score, right? So we have early childhood trauma, natural disasters, natural disasters as well. Hurricane Katrina, right? The uh, tornadoes in Joplin, uh, what they Missouri or Oklahoma, one of those where it's like category four, tore everything up. You know, the hurricane uh, in Houston, you know, uh, different things, earthquakes, tsunamis, all these different things can be life-shaping when you lose someone, you lose your home, you lose your life as you know it. It's never the same. So you have physical abuse, sexual abuse, neglect, right? And these things could be a single event or they could be complex, meaning happening all the time, multiple places, multiple people, you feeling hopeless, feeling like you're trapped, can't go anywhere. These are the different things that people go through that cause the hurt, right? They cause a person to withdraw, that cause a person to be aggressive, that causes a person to um, not care, to be able to walk through life without morals or walk through life hurting people in a way that, you know, takes from and doesn't add on. But we gotta, I'm only honing on honing in on these things because we have to see this is what's below the tip of the iceberg. So if we want to grow as a society, we gotta look, we gotta focus on what's below the tip of the iceberg and start to unpack those things, having real conversations. So within your own life, you know, soul of us is here for you to help you start to unpack those things. If your mom was on drugs, let's start to unpack that, right? In a healthy way. Meaning if you've never been to therapy, maybe you might need therapy or maybe a support group, somewhere where it's a healthy, safe environment for you to start to think about your hurt. Where were you hurt? Where were you stunted? Where is your body holding on to certain things so that you can have an understanding, a self-awareness of yourself that ultimately can propel you into making better decisions, having better relations? Because without information, we won't be able to live our fullest lives. Because you, without knowing anything, anything could be ran on you. Anything could be presented in front of you. If you're illiterate and can't read, you can be sold something that isn't what it is or told it's this price and it's not really what that price is. You can, you're vulnerable when you don't have the information and you're not able to process the information that's presented before you and you're illiterate and multiple ways, whether it be financially illiterate, you know, fundamentally illiterate, you can't read or emotionally, we always have to have that information. That's why we start school at an early age. So we can then understand certain things, how to go to the store, how to go to the bathroom. Why is it important, you know, to know uh, what the street lights are and when it's time to go and when it's time to stop all of these things. So, you know, law and order, and how to operate in society. So we have to focus on as individuals, as human beings, the things that we need to know to help us operate at a high level in society. And that's addressing our emotional state. No longer is it okay not to address mental health. This mental health awareness month. So we have to address mental health uh, consistently. Our emotional health is right in there. Self-care is real. And again, this is important this is important because, again, we're raising babies. Um, we're building a society. We're striving for the future. So we always supposed to be getting better. We're always supposed to be evolving in a healthy way, not toxic ways. And the best way to do that is to be honest and open. 
and to call things out for what they are and uh, to address them in the moment, right? And if you, if you can't in the moment, take your time, slow down. We all need to slow down and take our time and, you know, be more reflective. Think about our thoughts that we're having, maybe having a journal if, if that works for you or a voice memo of how you feel and why you feel this way and coming back to that, you know, or just sitting down and trying to repair the damages with people or repairing the damages with yourself. And again, no one's saying this is to be done on your own. It's a we not me mentality. So you have to start where you're comfortable with the healing. You got to start where you're comfortable with the healing, you know, and what I mean by that, that doesn't mean you have to automatically go talk to someone. No, that means you can start to just have the conversation with yourself. What type of life do I want? What, where do I see myself in the next five years? What, what is my norm? What are my values? You know, what am I going for? What am I not going for? You know what I'm saying? You know, do I want to be, do I have, when I want, do I want to have better relations? Just asking your questions and having that conversation with yourself, you know, and that's a, a big part of healing is having a destination, right? Is having a goal set of what is it that you want to heal? Why? And what is the action of healing? What What is on the other side? What does it look like for you on the other side of healing? Because healing is something that, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. And it doesn't have to be done uh, conventionally um, like everybody else does it. Uh, healing comes in its own time and in its own way. So we just have to be open to the information that can propel us to those things, whether it may be an inf information that's going to uh, enhance our lives or to create for experiences um, or create for uh, us to be blessed in ways that we could never imagine. So it's all about, you know, just first being open to the information, first being open to um, having a conversation with yourself. Like, is this how I want to live? Is this who I want to be? And why? Why do I want to be this way? Why am I uh, okay with this? And just answering those questions for yourself, being more self-aware and knowing yourself in a way that is, is on a deep internal level where you're not walking through life lost with questions unanswered and pain and struggle because you know you and you are the author of your own life. So you can hold yourself accountable for your actions, not other people's actions, but your actions. And what actions do you want despite what has happened to you or despite what you're going through? So, I mean, we, we as people, when we start to have that conversation, we then have open up that door for us to have that conversation with other people. And when we're healing, we wanna have people around us that support that healing. We wanna be in situations that support our healing. Uh, we don't wanna be at a job that's going to trigger you, that's going to keep you depressed. If you've already lived a life of depression, if you've already been traumatized, you don't wanna be in situations that are gonna hinder you. We wanna to start to be more conscious and making decisions like playing this game of life like chess, thinking two and three and four moves ahead. You know, two and three and four group moves ahead saying, okay, I want this in my life. I want this because this will help me gain these types of things in my life that ultimately will provide this type of life or provide these types of things. And that could be whatever you are actually looking for in your life. 
but that's the conversation. So then you can hold yourself accountable and you can mirror those behaviors and other people can then start to follow you in that journey, meaning mirroring those behaviors or supporting you in that walk, supporting you in that those choices and those decisions that you're making to heal. Because this, this is not easy and it's going to be, you know, change is a continuum. It's not a, you do this and I'm changed. It's a, I change and I can regress. I can go back. I work harder. You can take two steps backward to take 10 steps forward. You can take 30 steps backwards just to take two steps forward. So we have to remember that not to be hard on ourselves, to be empathetic, to be sympathetic to the process, knowing that it will come with time as long as we're making sure that we're you know, intentional about what we're doing. We're committed about to what we're doing. We're holding ourselves accountable to what we're doing. Even those people who have been so, through some of the worst things, there is still room for healing. There is still room for progression. Everything counts, even little wins. Even if you got out the bed today, even if you had a good conversation, we got to take those, even the little things and be grateful for those things. Grateful for the positive things that are happening in our lives, grateful for the blessings that are coming, regardless of what has happened to us in a negative way, we're finding the rainbow or the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow in every moment that we live, because there are positive things that happen, but when we have the negative lenses on, when we have the negative lenses on, we're not, we don't allow ourselves to see the positive things. We don't allow our see ourselves to engage in the things that can enhance our lives or practice the behaviors to keep those things in our lives. We become um, habitual in our behaviors that keep us in those spaces of pain, of regret, of depression, anxiety. So we have to first have that conversation with ourselves about our lives, about what we want about our why, right? And then once we start having that conversation and we start building ourselves up, building ourselves in a way that we know what we want because we've written it down or we've had this thought process and we've outlined, this is where I'm going, then we can start to hold our lives accountable, the people around us. We can seek help because we know what, what we actually need, whether it's therapy, whether it's a hobby, whether it's physical fitness, uh, whether it's information, you go into a class and enhancing your life through um, gaining new skills and uh, whether that may be, um, you know, for a job or a business or enhancing yourself emotionally, physically, spiritually, uh, whatever it may be, you just being open to it because you've outlined your life in a way that I'm healing, I'm growing, I'm learning. This is what I want. This is who I want to be. This is how I want to live. And I'm not going to let anything come between that. Only thing that can come between that is myself. Why? Because I'm motivated. I'm self-motivated. I'm using internal motivation as well as external motivation. And, and it's a continuous cycle. I'm never going to be hopeless. I'm not going to allow myself to give up. I'm not going to allow myself to fall away to what society wants me to be or feel, despite all of the circumstances, I can achieve what I want, what is healing, a uh, high level of expression. All these things are possible, but you have the right tools, techniques, right people around you when you seek the right environment. And again, this is a process. This is a, this is a journey that doesn't happen overnight. For different people, it requires different things, right? But we have to start somewhere. We have to start somewhere where we're committed to this journey and committed to growing and learning and healing. Because, again, we're going to go through traumatic experiences. We've already been through traumatic experiences and we don't want to continue a life 
of misunderstanding, of chaos. We don't want to continue a life where our needs go unmet on a human level, where we look at life and call the people who are successful in life or say the people who are successful in life are those people who have achieved monetary success or material success. But we know and understanding that some of those people are some of the poorest people because all they have is money. All they have is material success. They don't have spiritual or physical fulfillment. They don't have mental fulfillment. And these things are the priceless things in life that seem to elude a lot of different people. It seems to be very hard for people to attain physical fulfillment, mental fulfillment, spiritual fulfillment in a life because they're being traumatized daily, whether it may be because of race, whether it may be because of you know your social economic status in this world, whether it may be because of interpersonal relations, your marriage, uh, whether it's divorce, whether it's abuse, whether it may be, uh, you know, what you're seeing around you or generational curses. Because trauma also can be transferred via the generations, meaning what your grandfather's grandfather went through can also impact you and also can change your grandfather's DNA in a way that also can be passed down through the generations. And you see that, oh, well, you have a, a family of men who never graduated high school, or you have a family of women who, you know, they're running the streets, um, not really taking care of their kids. You, you have these things that are going on, and we have to start addressing these things as well and not allowing for things to go unchecked, not allowing for us to not address them head on, because when we do that, we perpetuate these cycles of trauma that then, like I said earlier, put that cement in your shoes, put that cement or put ob obstacles, unnecessary obstacles, right in front of you. Or if it's not the fact that it was put in front of you unnecessarily and it's societal, we still want to be able to address it in a way where teaching people skills, teaching people the understanding and giving them protective factors, things that will help them through this life. It's a we not me mentality. And each episode, we're going to go over different aspects of society, of life, of the human experience and talk about it. Right. So we talked about emotional literacy, we talked about trauma and what, what trauma does and how it impacts us as a people and how it can take us down and keep us from having us having good relations. Right. But we also talked about the techniques, right, that we can start to use. You know, we can start to engage in on a lower level, smaller level, you know, and start to see the impact of these things in our lives. Start to see how, you know, um, just exploring our emotions, exploring what we've been through and seeing how these things are connected to our behaviors and our experiences, how that can impact us in a positive way. Uh, I don't wanna leave people with the idea that, you know, just start going into your trauma, traumatic past and start the, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm first saying, say, what life do you wanna live? The healing starts with you taking control and you controlling you, you controlling you, and you trying to control your actions, to control your thoughts, you to control your experience as a way of being self-aware, being socially aware, having the ability to make good decisions because you're able to self-regulate yourself. You'll be, able, you'll be able to understand, I'm not going to respond this way because I know what that gets. I know how that person is going to respond when I act like that. I know how it's going to make me feel. And if I don't want that type of situation to occur, then I'm not going to express that behavior. I'm not going to express that type of you know, negativity. Then I'll be able to then model the behavior that I want and get the best out of the situations in life. Even though I may have 
and I've been taught this, I'm learning this, and I'm practicing it so then I can show it to myself that it is possible and people around me then can model it or respond to it in whatever way that they're going to respond to it. So we just, we got to start to take this information in. We got to really do it in a way that's, you know, serious and intentional. And we're committed to the process. We're committed to understanding um, ourselves and healing because the hurt, the hurt is going to be there. The hurt starts from when we enter this world, whether it's falling off a bicycle or getting dumped by your first girlfriend or uh, getting fired from your first job or being in a racist situation, the hurt's going to be there. So we need techniques. Soul of Us is all about resources. Soul of Us is all about helping people understand what it takes to live the life that they really want to live in a positive way, full of fulfillment. So, you know, we have our support group. We had our first meeting. Uh, it was a beautiful meeting. Uh, we, we talked about the emotional intelligence piece again and how to enhance those things on a practical level. You could always check us out, Soul of Us, uh, Soul of Us support group. Um, you know, you, you tap into Solar Unified Stance, uh, tap into Soul of Us on YouTube, tap into Soul of Us on uh, Unified Stance Family Services on Facebook, or if you just, you know, tap into my personal page, uh, Hanif Akinyemi, or uh, at Neef Buck on um, Instagram. So, you know, we the resources is here. Support. Come on out. Let's live a better life. Let's stop living that same life, that same, and acting like we good. Let's stop acting and perpetrating and pretending like everything's okay. Because we know and understand on a deeper level, it's really not. And it takes situations to really bring it out of us. It takes people to really show us that we're not okay. It takes us for, it shouldn't take for us to lose everything. It shouldn't take for us to um, have to bump our head, you know, five different times for us to understand that we need work. You know, let's take the heat. Let's take let's take heed to the signs and the wonders and let's start to make different choices. If you've been living a way that have been getting the same results in your life, it may not be the people. It may be just you and your decision-making or your thought process, how you, how you integrate all of the things that's happening to you. But that's okay. We're not here to demonize anybody. We're not here to down anybody. We're only here to uplift and to speak the truth, the truth to power. And the truth to power is that a high emotional literacy, a high emotional uh, intelligence, will give you the ability to handle all of these situations in a way that's healthy, not only for you, but other people, right? And we're not saying that you're not going to hurt, but we're just saying you having these tools is the difference between you living in a shack that can be blown down at any notice between you living in a house made of brick and mortar that can stand the test of time that can be here centuries, that can be here through, you know, all different types of weathers, all different types of flows, all of that. So we got to understand that, you know, being there for each other is about exposing each other to what we need, being empathetic and trying to understand what people need, you know, and if you got it, sharing, sharing it, giving it out freely, loving without expectation, giving without expectation. We need all of these things to happen on a regular basis so that the hurt, you know, that everyone's feeling can start to heal, you know, because we know and understand a positive, you know, one in, in any given moment, one positive moment can change a person's life. For the good, just like in any given moment, one negative thing could change a person's life for the bad. So we have to understand and and be, again, stand, be soldiers, soldiers for this positive life. 
soldiers for our children. We want our children to be growing up and be well-adjusted people emotionally, you know, physically, not just financially. You know, we quick to have our children be focused on getting a good job. You better go to college. You know, try to teach everybody on credit now. Everybody want to learn about, you know, stocks and bonds and investing. But this is also just as important, just as important. Because what you're going to do with all that money? How are you going to live your life with all that money? What are you going to do that's going to leave a legacy, an impact, a positive, you know, outcomes, right? Or are we just raising people who are going to be selfish? As long as they got their money, they're good. They've made it. They've accomplished themselves. They self-actualized. So we got to focus. We got to focus on these little things. And again, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, we have to take it one step at a time, one breath at a time. Slow down. Calm down. Take time to yourself. Focus on the things that you need. Focus on the things that can enhance you, you know, and be committed to the journey. Be committed to the process. Seek help. Be open. You know, do not lean to your own understanding. There's information out there that can enhance you and help others as well. So just just put yourself out there in that way. And again, we're here for you. Soul of us each week. We're going to go over all of the different techniques that can enhance, you know, one's life. Next week, we're going over perception. It's going to be a good one because we'll have some guests next week. They ain't going to just listen to me. They ain't just going to see my big head. You know what I'm saying? You know, we have some guests next week here on Soul of Us. And, you know, we're going to talk about perception and how perception shapes people's lives, how, how perception impacts us in a way that can determine your altitude, can determine how you receive things, how you perceive things on a level that's internally, right? So we're talking about bias, talking about all of the different things when it comes to perception, defining it. So these are the things that we're going to be going over because this is the information that we need. This is the information that we need to love, always talk about and keep on the forefront because, again, we want a society that's that's functioning on a high level. We want a society that's full of love. It's full of empathy, compassion. So there's tools that we have that's really available to us. But we have to focus on these things. So next week, you know, we're going to have my brother, Chavis Daniels, you know, North Memphis Steelers. Uh, he was in um, the documentary uh, Undefeated about the, um, you know, Menanzas football team here in Memphis, Tennessee, a great brother. Um, you know, he also has his own podcast, the We Not Me TV. Uh, great brother. Also going to have my pop, you know, on a podcast next week as well. So keep following us. Keep checking us out. You know, hopefully y'all find a high value information in the podcast. Hopefully you're able to connect with the vibe that we giving off. Hopefully you're able to receive the information and know that it's all about love. It's all about positivity. It's all about uh, enhancing each other, being there for each other. Soul of us, unified stance. That's us standing together. You know what I mean? Being there for one another in ways that we never thought we could be. You know, we always hear the negative, but we never hear the positive. So let's hear more of the positive Let's put more of that on the forefront of what needs to take place every day and start with us as an individual. Because the more I do it on an individual level, the more I can impact people around me. And then they'll impact people around them. And it'll be like a snowfall effect, you know, snowball effect, you know, like that ripples. One ripple causes more ripples over here. This ripple causes ripples over here. We send the shockwaves of positivity through the world just by doing the little thing. So again, follow us, Unified Stance Family Services, Facebook, Soul of Us on YouTube, Soul of Unified Stance on Instagram, right? On Instagram, 
You can also follow me at Neef Buck. But if you want to hear the podcast each week, you can follow us on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Music. We here, soul of us, consistently coming to you, bringing the goods, helping you live your best life. You know, really helping you live your best life. Really, you helping you overcome. You putting in the work. We're not sitting on the sideline. We no longer letting things just be. We no longer letting situations just happen to us. You know, we're not going out like a sucker. We're not going out like a like a fool, you know, like a poop putt. We're gonna put in this this effort of life. We're gonna play the game that was that was most graciously given to us every day. And we just need a little help. We just need a little information and education. And that's what this podcast is all about. Education through conversation and healing through conversation and connection. So stick with us. It's been a wonderful episode two: trauma, the hurt, and the healing. We went in talking about it. And uh, I think we we got down to it. But we're going to talk about it even more. You know, and don't give up, y'all. Don't give up. Fight through it. Fight through it. I appreciate all of y'all that came on Facebook, Instagram. Watch the live. Watch the video. You know, check us out. Again, this podcast is, is here for y'all. You know, spread the news. Give it to your uncle, your aunties. Let your children watch it. And um, and it's going to be up from there. We're here for you again. Soul of Us, support group. Next meeting coming, 27th of May. So, you know, look out for all our different resources. Next episode, next Friday. We love y'all. Soul of Us, we signing off. Peace, love, and blessings. And again, it takes one step at a time, one moment at a time, one breath at a time. Slow down. Take some time. Try to focus on you. Try to give you some time to understand why you hurt. Are you hurt? What made you hurt? Why? So the healing process can begin. Again, signing off. We love you.